Hola and welcome to the Believe, Change, Become podcast, where you will be empowered to be the master of your mind by welcoming change, embracing the unknown, and dancing with fear. You will also discover how to persevere with life's challenges when you believe, change, become. Your host, Nancy Salmeron. Hola, gente linda. ¿Cómo andan? Hello, beautiful people. ¿Cómo están? I'm Nancy Salmeron, the founder of Believe, Change, Become. Welcome to another BCB podcast. In these podcasts, we talk about life, how to overcome the challenges of life, and how to understand that the universe always has your back when you believe, change, become. Muchas gracias. Thank you for being here. Today, I want to talk about one of my favorite topics that I actually run a program on. The concept, the concept, the concept of uh, perception and projection. And I say this, it's it's part of a program. It's it's a seven-week program that I run. It's my level two, where I talk about um, the importance of understanding that we are perceiving and projecting our reality depending on dependent on what we feel what is what are our thoughts whatever our what are our traumas our experiences what is everything that's lingering within us and i thought about this topic ironically enough um i'm being asked to present uh possibly the concept of belief as a as a presentation as a workshop and i was thinking about that because normally when i present believe change become it's really incorporating belief and change and becoming which is never about becoming anything it's always about remembering who you are and this this came up and i realized that i do talk about perceptions and projections but i think that we cannot fully believe or acquire any of our dreams or goals if we don't understand how we are perceiving the world and how we are projecting the world or how we are projecting what we feel our reality is. So for example, if you are a person who lacks um, self-belief, uh, self-esteem, self-love, that is what you are going to perceive around you. And that is what you're going to project to the world. And I thought it was very interesting that this kind of just made, it was a, a, a light bulb that went on for me in, in trying to teach the concept of belief. And let me start with, well, actually I've already started, right? Let me just share this quote by Carl Jung, who was a psychiatrist. And I forget what part of the world was he from? I think Switzerland, is that right? I believe so, I'll research it in a moment. 
but I love his his um, views and his studies and and uh, one of the things that he always that he that is coined to him that he he said was everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. Let me say that again. Everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. So what does this mean? So Carl Jung introduced the notion of projection to explain how people can feel certain they know what another person is like and what they think when they interact with the other person on the basis of those assumptions. How many of you have looked at someone and felt like you uh, know or you knew what they were thinking about? And how many times have we been wrong? I know I've talked about this topic before, but I, I know I've, I've shared different stories on how I've projected certain things uh, to people. And it was my belief. It was, it was this perception that I had. And not until I really got to ask or, oh, no, certain people, did I fully understand what they were all about? We're all guilty of this. And the reason for this is that Carl Jung said that these assumptions are false and say more about the person making the assumption than they do about the other person. So when we are assuming of uh, like that, we know anything for anything about another person, most likely they're false. It's not that we know we're just assuming or projecting our insecurities into other people. He suggested the shadow, which are personality traits, elements of our personality that we dislike or which we are ashamed of. And rather than acknowledge their presence, rather than know that we, there is all there, we all have shadows, right? Rather than, than accept that reality, we, project these shadows to other people. So I was thinking about this because I know it has, for me, the experience has been that I'm trying to, to understand or be intuitive. And I make these judgments of people. I may read uh, mannerisms and I may feel or say, they look uncomfortable. They look like they're not happy to be here. And there is nothing wrong with making an observation, right? And, and the, the people who study body language would probably have a tough time with projections and perceptions <laughs> because that's their, that's what they, their job, right? To, to uh, identify body language. And, and for the most part, I think that uh, body language is very accurate, but it would not hurt you to ask if you feel that someone is 
uh, looking uncomfortable in any situation. You can't 100% be certain that it's because they don't want to be there. There may be other reasons, but the point here is that when we are perceiving situations, what we're perceiving is what we are feeling. What we are projecting is what is lingering within us. And I want to share an example of what are projections. So an example of a projection would be, and this I got, I, I was doing some research and I, and I found this online. For example, a married man who's attracted to a female coworker but rather than admit, admit this to himself, he might accuse her of flirting with him. We are projecting, or this in this case, this man is projecting the feelings he may have about this woman. Another uh, example would be a woman wrestling with the urge to steal. And if she believes that everyone in her neighborhood is a thief or trying to break into her house. Those are examples of projections. So I believe that if we can question some of our perceptions and projections, when we're able to do that and we're able to say, hmm, how much of this is really that person or how much of it is me? If we are able to acknowledge the fact or stop ourselves and say, well, is this really true? Something else that I think a good example of, of, um, of perception and projection is when you say something like, I get this. I get this a lot. You are so beautiful. I love your work. Now I always say, I always say the, the beauty that you see in me is a reflection of who you are, right? That not everybody tells me that not everybody is in tune or connected to what I do or can relate to what I do. So when someone gives you a compliment or when someone thinks that they know you, it's not that they, they know you, they know they're only sharing who they are. So I believe that if you are a person who uses a lot of words of encouragement, kindness, acceptance, and you, you share it as if that other person is kind, beautiful, accepting. In reality, that's you speaking about you. On the other hand, when you make an assumption to say, um, you're no good, what you do really is, is awful. You, you're not smart. That is something that may be coming from you. And this is where you're perceiving your own reality and projecting it out to the world. So the way I see it is perception 
to me is what I see as reality. I perceive it. I see it. What do I see as reality? Project projection is what I add to someone's else reality. So as I project my insecurities, my doubts into other people, I'm adding to their lives, right? She looks miserable. Uh, I think that whatever, right? You're adding to that person's experience when in reality, you don't know what is her own experience or what she's bringing to the world. So I know that for me, I've projected certain views, certain expectations, certain ideas on people, and most likely um, I projected a lot on my family and they probably can tell you that, right? My doubts, my fears have been projected on my family. And I know that at, when I am making a judgment on my children or my husband, in reality is is showing where I'm at or what I'm fearing or what I'm doubting or what is irritating me. That's what, what shows up. So for example, when I uh, make a comment uh, to my husband about him not being available to me emotionally, uh, when I do, I have to reflect upon me and ask where have I not been available to him emotionally. And I know that I've done um, a lot of when he's trying to share something that's important to him, I downplay it or I say, oh, it's really not a big deal. Don't take it. And maybe this is where that's coming from. It's, it's okay to question it. And, and it doesn't mean that, yay, sometimes you may have a situation where what you are perceiving is indeed true. But it's so important that we ask the person that you're questioning. It is so important that you're, you're asking, hey, I'm feeling this. Is this true? And then go from there, right? So how do we stop? How do we stop um, projecting and making these wrong perceptions about other people? Well, for one, let's start with number one. I think it's so important that you notice how you may be pursuing someone's experience how you may be uh, wanting to explain someone's behavior, say they, this is the, that person looks miserable. Obviously they're not enjoying being here, right? The example of someone coming to a party and they look unhappy and you right away assume that they don't want to be there. You don't know. It could be, but you don't know until you ask. So, Use this mirror effect where you ask the person, um, well, first where, where you notice it, right? You notice 
what's uh, driving you crazy about that situation or people in general. Then you use that mirror and ask how much of it is that person doing this or is it me? Does something about their behavior, ask yourself, does something about their behavior remind you of something you do? Um, so one of my biggest things has always been that I feel like I'm so in tune with people when they show up to my home, if they're excited or happy to be in my home. And uh, for the most part, there was this these judgments about oh, they don't seem comfortable, they don't seem happy, or they don't seem this, or they don't seem that. And the reality was that I think I was projecting maybe how I was feeling and putting it on to those people. And maybe it could be about the person coming to my home who maybe I didn't appreciate for whatever reason, and I'm feeling that they don't want to be there you don't know. That's why it's so important that you ask. And it's so important also that you understand that you have to ask, is there something here that is reminding me of a behavior that I'm trying to avoid or suppress? So if you're judging someone who is a maybe getting back to the party i guess i'm just focusing on a party i have a quince coming up so <laughs> i'm really just it's that's been on my mind uh for example if if you're judging someone who who is coming to a party or who's in a party and you're saying that they're alcoholics or they drink too much or whatever this is where you can ask yourself is there this this uh something within you that you're maybe judging them because it's something that you're hiding or something that you would like to do but you don't and that's frustrating you that could be happening you know that could be happening so uh that was tip number one tip number two become aware of your strong reactions get to know your insecurities what are those reactions what is that person bringing or uh, igniting within you for example if someone that is always late bothers you ask yourself where am i showing up late and it could be in in different, not necessarily showing up late to meetings, but showing up late um, to finishing your commitments, your work. Where are you showing up late? Or where do you need to let go of being too rigid and controlling? That's example number two. Number three, build aware awareness to your you judgments or your you statements then ask yourself uh why how can the situation not bother you so you make me feel mad or you 
disappoint me. We cannot control what people do. We can only control how we react to them. So it's so important that you understand that there are some people who may, you may not be projecting anything into them. They're just always going to be running late. And there has to be a time where you regain your power, where you, it, you know that that is what this person does. That is part of their personality. That's part of who they are. And you need to be able to let that go. It's okay. You Nothing is going to fall apart. And maybe what you need to do is either, if, if it's something that is really affecting you, you may need to either stop expecting that person to be on time or stop doing things with that person or let 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 that person be or go and have no expectation that is essential when trying to let go of these projections and that are that are really basically dragging you down if you are willing to tip number four or are we on three? Three, build awareness to your you statements and adopt a, a curiosity, no judgment approach. I wonder why, right? I wonder why this person is, is doing that, or I wonder why I'm reacting to that. Then you'll realize that the situations won't affect you as much. You've come to a re uh, realization that you may have to let go of that control and be less rigid so that you can find a little peace and calm. And that will lead us to tip number four, where I'm asking you one more time to let things go. It's so important to not be so hung up on a situation on a person on something you just have to let things go it doesn't really matter at the end of the day and if it really does then you might need to consider elimin eliminating interaction with that person understand that that um when you let go of this behavior expectation and you understand that we can't change anyone. They, they need to be who they are. And you either accept them in your life as they are, or you let them go. And that's okay too. You, you don't have to be an enabler. You don't have to be uh, trying to save them or change them. It's okay to try to lift people up. But if they're pulling you down, dragging you down, then it's time to reconsider and it's time for you to let all that go. I also find that um, when we are trying to figure out if you're perceiving, if you're perceiving true reality, you were never really, it's your reality. It's no one out, uh, no one's reality that you're perceiving. It's your own reality. And there's a whole topic on what is reality for real. <laughs> and that's, that's really tricky. That's another topic for another day. I don't know. It's a tough topic, but how your reality 
is never going to be anyone's reality and being able to be okay with that and being able to accept people as they are, but knowing that you can get rid of people who are bringing a lot of negativity, toxicity into your life. And sometimes um, understanding that even when you work hard on yourself, you, you need to develop a distance or set boundaries to those people that can really impact or affect your surroundings. It's okay. That is true empowerment. That is true self-love. And as I, as I think about this topic of perception and projections, I have to remind you that when we become aware of our perceptions and projections, we need to be curious and question those perceptions and projections. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say or do is a projection of their own reality. And the same goes for you. So as long as you are aware of that, I will believe you will stumble into happiness. You will stumble into joy and you will live a life that you feel proud of. Until next time, my name is Nancy Salmeron. Please believe that anything and everything is possible for you. Understand that when you identify what holds you back, those thoughts, those words, those actions, you become. And it's never about becoming anything. It's always about remembering who you are. Hasta la próxima. Adios y muchas gracias.